When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What do you do when you're having reality TV fatigue, especially the social media of it all? When you're tired of scrolling and seeing the same old, same old thing, account after account posting the exact same thing with the exact same opinion, what do you do? You invite on Ryan Bailey to talk to you about, damn it, all of the things, okay? And I mean the shows, the the social media of it all, the antics, the most ridiculous shit that we're watching, all of the things, okay? Ryan Bailey is here with me today to kick off Black History Month. (laughs) Yes, to kick off Black History Month, okay? And he's here, and baby, we have the best conversation ever. A solid hour of just fun okay y'all get into this episode it's your new episode of reality and comics 2 let's do it that's right you're listening to reality and comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted tv and film I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Woo! Oh, Hello, everybody. We are in the throes of Black History Month. And who better to have as one of my <laughs> first guests of the month than, I mean, the man himself. Y'all know who it is. Y'all recognize that laugh. I've got Ryan Bailey here with me today. No relation to Cynthia. We established that last time. And he's here with me just to, you know, shoot the shit about the shows. And we're, we want to have some fun chat today because reality tv is starting to become not fun the criminality of it all the fandom of it all it's just it's a little much so we we just want to we want to we want to bring the fun back to reality tv so here we go ryan what's up wait did you welcome did you welcome black history month with me <laughs> did you say we I mean, did you really go black history month and you know we gotta have this guy like, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta have the whitest guy that, <laughs> that was wow i didn't wow you starting black history month off with a bag this is like having kelly dot <laughs> kelly dot on i was thinking oh about god i made a i made a meme of that two uh two years ago february first where i was like celebrating black history month and it had all of the amazing like you know it had uh you know uh nini had all these people and then at the very end i put kelly dodd because <laughs> she at that year she said at the reunion that she was half black remember oh uh, god that's right yeah 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 it was time kelly it was time to roll time to go when you were the nonsense was i mean listen she's doing a lot to to stay in housewives news nowadays i don't know where where the hell what basement her and Rick are recording in, but it feels like a hostage situation every time they get on like Instagram live or whatever you know, the hell they're doing. You would say it feels like a hostage situation. I feel like Rick loves, 
like Rick, I mean, Rick used to, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say a reputable news reporter, but he had a full-time job as a Fox yeah. news reporter. And he seems like he loves this just as much, which scares the crap out of me, but you're mm-hmm. right. Like that's, I mean, that's another reason why housewives is starting to become really not fun is that you have these people like Kelly Dodd that just go and then just rip people. You can't trust them. You can't tell them anything because they're just going to immediately tell it to the audience, which some people would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, no, like it's, it's just a microcosm of where we are in the world. And it's like, listen, I love, I love dirty shit. I love like fights. I love all of these things, but it, this mm-hmm. is like taken on another level where I wish if you were off a of Bravo show, you, you are not able to make money off that Bravo show for like a oh, good God. year or two, like, like try to, well, I mean, it's just like, what else do these people have? It, it makes me sad. And it, the desperation comes off of them. So, and then there's a part of the audience loves it. Like they cheer them on. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are we cheering on? Like that? It's, it's so weird. God, Teddy Mellencamp wouldn't know what the hell to do with her day. If she couldn't one star. Oh, dude, Fred, Freddie, <laughs> Freddie, Freddie yeah. and Freddie, act. Freddie, Freddie acts like she is smarter and funnier than she actually is. Like Tamara, yeah. I almost, I almost have respect for in, in, in the midst of that duo, but mm-hmm. like Freddie had a podcast before Tamara came on. And it was like, I once did a segment on the show where I read Freddie's podcast reviews before <laughs> uh, Tamara came on. <laughs> it wasn't, it was, and listen, People were like, oh, you can't keep her out of your mouth. You know, she's gotten in there. It's like, yeah, bad people do that. Like, yeah. people that don't belong there sometimes get in my head. Like, I'm the same way. I don't know if I belong here. I get in my head. But, like, the <laughs> fact that, like, she keeps coming to that well. And I think she was one of the housewives that said, I'll ne- if I get dismissed from the housewives, I'm not going to beg to go back. And all it is, it seems like it's bad. I, I was at Braun, mm-hmm. and I would see her at these parties, and she would just be up and, like, she would just be hopped in these housewives' faces trying to get dirt. Like, I remember Sunday morning, I was going Ugh. on two hours of sleep. I exit exit the hotel room, not even showered, and fucking I, <laughs> Freddie Mellencamp was on the same floor. The door's like, I, I closed my door. Somebody's behind me, and it's like Freddie with, like, a couple of glam squad people. I'm like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, you're For on a what? podcast. <laughs> you had three people with her, and then, like... And then we were like at the elevator and I was like, fuck it. And I just took the stairs. I was like, I'm not doing this. I can't do this this early being in an elevator with Freddie Mellencamp, you know? No, who the fuck wants to do that? No, that that sounds, that's the shit that like, it, it's Teddy Mellencamp stuck on the elevator with her and it's uh, Kelly Dodd's laugh in the background. This is the, the <laughs> so- soundtrack of my nightmares. Who the fuck wants that? Dear with God. all these people, that, all these people... I don't know. It's just like, it's not fun. It's it's like the Bachelor Nation people too. It's like, once you get in there, yeah. it's like they want to desperately, they want to sell you the products. They want to sell you. There's almost so much tummy tea that you can be sold. And it's like, they're all going for that same influencer crap. And it's like, I just, I don't know. Like, it makes me really, really sad because by the way, and we're a microcosm of this too. Like we're now in this, we talk about these people. I'm not, yeah. it's not lost on me, the hypocrisy here, but at the same time, <laughs> You know, we come at it from this kind of critical thinking, but also trying to really make hard jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to make people, like, stupid laugh. And usually right. those jokes come from me being stupid. But, like, we were talking or texting about earlier, it's so frustrating because we're all, like, just saying the same points again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's desperately, I don't think it's stealing per se. But I think now people just so, oh, I like that thought. That thought is now mine. And so you see the same thought again and again and again. Yeah. The same joke again and again and again. And I think it's just because we do this so much. You start, it's like the Matrix, where all of a sudden you start seeing it so much. Where you're oh, like, God. oh, my God. Yeah, I had to like, stay I, off of I, social media the other day when they started doing the uh the what was it the the Robin and Juan of it all. I was like, oh God, I cannot see another post about Robin and Juan Dixon on my timeline. I was like, it literally I was scrolling, all I saw was her face, her face, her face. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Are we can we calm the fuck down? And all you saw was fired, fired. No, fi-. I'm like, okay, can we calm down for <laughs> yeah. a minute? Well, <laughs> I always I always say, and this is like this might, uh, God, I sound like such a grumpy old man, but I am kind of a grumpy, I'm turning into that. Is that guys, calm down. Bra- I, I can guarantee you Bravo is not listening. I can guarantee yes. you Bravo does not give a crap what you think should happen to Robin Dixon. Exactly. Now, they might be upset for their own reasons, but they're not going like, oh, Tweedledee33 says Robin definitely <laughs> needs to leave. 
Like, right. you, you know, it's great we all have our strong opinions, but don't let anything fool you in the sense of, I'm just like, we're going to ruin everything. We're going to ruin Roni legacy. We're going to mm-hmm. ruin, we, everybody thinks they're smarter than they are, including us. And I just, I, I think this week kind of hit it home for me because you had the one, two of the Robin crap and mm-hmm. then Roni legacy. And then people using social media and like things like page six, where it's like, also guys reading this. Remember, you don't need to believe everything you read. Like, didn't we learn that like elections and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, don't believe just because page six says something doesn't mean that that's gospel. It just doesn't. Right. Why is that our trusted news source? I don't want to stay. Well, I- we could we could do a we we could send a blind item into Demois right now. And Dumois will say, mm-hmm. like, listen, this is not verified at all. We could put that up right now and we could start some of the biggest rumors uh, ever. And the, th- the sad thing is people do do that. Like, that's yeah. what you're reading, guys. And that's like frustrating because I don't know. I think there's just so much content right now, even with the shows. It's like, guys, there's so much good TV on. Watch that good TV. And guess what? Sooner or later, you're going to see that show. Like, you're going, it's going right. to come out and then all will be revealed. But right now what we're doing is like we, we're ruining everything. Like even that girls' trip thing between uh, uh, Brandy Glanville and, and Caroline. Car- yeah, yeah. Like guys, we we just ruin. I mean, we we could have seen that, and now it's not even going to be out for a year and a half, and we've completely ruined it. Like we've we. I mean, God. I'll be curious even what we see of it. Like there's just I don't know. There's too many leaks, and I think people are liking the leaks more than the actual shows, and that's yes. where it gets scary. That it's so bad because like that was my whole thing. Like I never pushed for a housewife to get fired, like rarely ever. But that was the reason why I wanted Lisa Renner off of Beverly Hills. Not even because like she, I mean, Lisa Renner is one of the most annoying people on the planet. I'll never take that away from her. But uh, yeah. I literally watched the show and she doesn't bother me on there too much. It's just like, okay, inflated sense of ego, whatever. But the stuff she was doing on social media, like hyping the show, and then like we never even seen it as stuff come to fruition. It's like, okay you've ruined this watching experience for me. Like, I don't need you there anymore. So I'm glad. I don't know if Bravo picked up on that finally or if she just ruined so much stuff behind the scenes that she was telling her to go or what the case was. But that I mean, was the one it decision. Was, it I was, was time for her to go regardless mm-hmm. of her behavior. It's like, you can only do things for so long before it gets really, really stale. And I'm yeah. talking even with the best of them. I'm talking even Nini had to take a break. I mean, and then yeah. she came back and then she's now on a permanent break. But like there there mm-hmm. needs to be, you need to go away to be missed. And I think Rinna was just one of those, I always talk about it, even away from me joking about Rinna being completely insane and annoying. It just, mm-hmm. there's only so much you can go back to that well. I mean, listen, it's like, it's like superhero movies. How many mm-hmm. times are we going to see the death of Batman's parents? Like how many, right. like, you know, I'm, I'm going to see Batman's parents die more times in my life than my own family. Like I have <laughs> right. now seen Batman's parents die 80 billion times in different iterations. Mm-hmm. And there's only so many times where you start to, it doesn't affect you anymore. You're like, yeah, right. yeah I got it. Exactly. You know, you're like, you know what? <laughs> that kid was kind of a pussy. That kid couldn't do it. Like that kid should have just been in some therapy and, yes. you know, spend his parents billions wisely. Oh, sorry. I'm already going off on your show. I'm sorry, dude. I just, no, I'm I like love unleashed. this. I love uh, this. <laughs> um, no, I just, I think with Rinna though, what I, I said this on the show and it's actually proving to be true is that she really invested in a good publicist in this last month. And I feel like her and Harry and Amelia and the other one, not Amelia, they all feel like, <laughs> I think they got a family discount on a good publicist because I'm seeing Rena's name now more than I was, which is like, whatever. But now it only took three mm-hmm. weeks. And then today we finally, or yesterday we got the pushed, uh, I think it was page six saying Rena's interested in a reality show with her and her family. And I was like, see, I knew it. <laughs> And you know, it's like, yeah. listen, I'd rather watch the, I'd rather watch the Bradshaw bunch. I would rather. Exactly. I do, you know, <laughs> but by the way, listen, if you want to do that, I'll watch it. Like, listen, I want to make fun of Rinna <laughs> until I don't do this anymore. So I will watch it. But I just think it is funny how, like, what did that only take three weeks before she started pushing herself on another reality show? I'm mm-hmm. like, wait till a year goes by. Wait till a year exactly. goes by. Let's see what Rinna is doing in a year. Like, I can guarantee you she's going to go on that Freddie Mellencamp pod. I can guarantee you she'll start her own pod. I'm mm-hmm. really curious. Cause you can have fashion shows and be invited to watch and all that stuff. And like, good for you, but let's see a year from now what's going on. It, it's so much because first of all, 
I love that she's like, I'm interested in doing it. It's like, but is anyone else interested in that? Like, that, I feel like that's the bigger part of the equation. Like, shouldn't we want this before we actively get someone to produce and pitch this show? Well, and then she's going listen, to Bravo with it. Hollywood's stupid. Hollywood's <laughs> stupid. Like, you know, I mean, like, listen, this is what scares me too, is that I mm. think I have this theory about Rinna, especially is that other celebrities that don't watch the show, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I think I know that girl. She says she's a real housewife. She must be somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't realize because they don't watch the show just how flipping annoying Lisa Rinna is. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay. And then even executives are like, oh, yeah, she's actually somebody. Did she just leave? Yeah, let's, we could do a show with her. 3.5 like, million think, followers. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't think anybody truly realizes you know, like, they're like, oh, yeah, that could work for us without doing their due del- diligence. Mm-hmm. And to that, I'm like, well, have fun. Good luck. This will be funny. Because I think, God. I really don't <laughs> think you can you can do a Chris Jenner anymore. I don't, I think that's no. a one and done situation where, you know, Chris built those women, mm-hmm. built her daughters from the le- the ground up. And I don't think that can, I don't think you'll see that ever happen again, just because pop culture is so segmented now. Right. Well, it'll it'll never happen. It was lightning in a bottle. So, Rena, I don't know what you're pitching, but I mean, hey, go for well, that, it. Well, that's why. I mean, I was when Scott Disick broke up with uh, Amelia. I was like, mm-hmm. Rena. I mean, Rena probably was like, okay, good. But at the same time, Rena was like, I love it if you filmed your love. Would you just <laughs> just videotape? And Scott's like, I wanted that, man. I just don't want to do that. I want to get Courtney back, man. Like, oh God, Rena's. Just following that playbook, I would imagine. Oh boy, I, who I, Rena? That's I'm, that's more than I can handle right now. That's way more than I can handle right now. The thought of it—it's stressful enough having to go through Instagram and you know see the calling of everyone being fired for from every show. But the thought of Lisa Rena possibly being back on my TV screen is not that. That's the day. I climb on the bridge. I don't know. I, I think that's a little too much for me to handle right now. Well, I mean, Kendrick, what are you, what are you absolutely loving right now on Bravo? Oh, so, okay. On Bravo, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm loving Potomac actually. So like, I'm really enjoying Potomac. I really like family karma. That, that episode two episodes ago was killer. Like, yes. cause I was kind of like, I was watching every episode, but I was like, not in it, in it. Mm-hmm. But then the episode, I was like, holy crap. This with is the phone like, at the table it, and with the phone. And mm-hmm. then you had the, the Karen drawing and you had, you know, it was a perfect mixture of these <laughs> ladies being brilliant and the editor, like everything came together for that episode mm-hmm. for me, where I was like, oh, hell yes. Yeah. And then last week's episode, I kind of was like, oh, I mean, it was good, but I wasn't that, but certain episodes will just still like not you flat on your ass in this yeah. great way mm-hmm. but, but then but then you had the robin shit this week and i'm like you fucking ruined it again like mm. you, you you know it's like when you when you have something happen bigger than the show and you're the show's still going now we're supposed to go in the reunion knowing all of this information about robin and we're not going to hear anything i mean it's the, you get the biggest blue balls ever sorry yeah. pardon my french is that you know oh, no like, we say all kind of shit on here so don't worry <laughs> i mean i just think it's like like, I don't know, it's just disrespectful, not only to the people you work with, if you're on Potomac, but also to the, us, the fans. And I know that might sound silly because mm-hmm. it's just a show, but like, stop acting like you're smarter than all of us. Stop acting like you're going to know what's best for mm-hmm. your story. And if you want to hide things, just don't be on the show. Just sell your hats. Well, there you go. I, there, it, it, it's all becoming too much. Potomac, I'm loving Family Karma, I always enjoy just because I love the aunties and I, I love everyone on there. Oh, wait a minute, I have you on here. So that means I have to confront you. I haven't done my monthly Ryan Bailey confrontation yet. Uh, have you started <laughs> oh, Have you started your Married, I to, have Medicine married journey? to Medicine I have, I have. Yes, what? I have. Ha ha, Kaya, I have started Married <laughs> to Medicine. And by the way, I will. I, I, I have, it's been a month since I've drank Diet Coke and I'm continuing with that. And I did nice. start watching Married to Medicine. So I figure by the this end of this year- year I will have made it through Married to Medicine, all nine seasons of it. Yeah, which I think that is what—that's a daunting number when you see nine seasons of anything. Mm-hmm. Even though the number, I, I checked the number of the episodes, and it's not as much as like full seasons on other shows. Right, but it's still really daunting, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the good things too is you really don't have to learn too many new people's names. Like Housewives rotate, like God knows what, but 
Married to Medicine really has that consistent core and they might add someone every now and then, might take someone away, but it's really the same people every season. So like once you get to like where Contessa gets added, it's the same group. So you, you at least you don't have to learn new people's names. And it's the, yeah. the funniest fucking well, show on Bravo. I'm jealous uh, you get to watch we, it for the first we, time. We TV, like I watched Love After Lockup and yes. I watched <laughs> watch 90 Day and I don't bother to learn their names ever. Like, you yeah. know, like with, with Love After Lockup, and I'll just be like, oh, you know, the long haired dude that's like used to be on meth that got out the state in the <laughs> like, I don't ever learn their names. Mm-hmm. So like, but I love it. Like, I love it dearly. Love After Lockup, especially. I love it. But it's so funny. Like something in me just goes, no, nah, I don't need to know their names. I, I don't fucking blame you. I, um, are you, I don't know why I just, this just popped in my head because I know when you started saying you love that, you love succession too, right? Oh, hell yeah. Hell Do you yes. watch? Because I'm I consider myself an HBO. Like I watch anything on HBO. Are you watching The Last of Us right now? I you know what? Started watching it on Sunday for mm-hmm. the I and then uh, by Monday I'd finished the third episode because I was like, let's get into this. And the first scene on The Last of Us really just blew me away. Right. I mean, listen, I was I was a Walking Dead fan uh up until I think I stopped watching the season when um uh what's the evil dude with the bat? Oh, uh, I know Walking the actor you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. But anyways, I I stopped watching it because I was just like, well, at this point, they're just never, they're never, they're all gonna die. Like there's yeah. all, and I I really loved it. But Last of Us, I was like, okay, so they're kind of taking what works about Walking Dead, even though it's not zombies, but mm. uh, they're taking what works, but they're even they're like putting that HBO spin on it, that kind of storytelling of make it even, even though Walking Dead was real and told real stories from a humanistic mm-hmm. point of view this i feel like is even realer of like or so <laughs> far at least and i loved i don't know but this is this is another thing kendrick where i've got to stay offline because i got immediately pissed because i thought the third episode was really beautiful that one-off story between nick offerman and absolutely from, White, from murray bartlett, uh, murray bartlett yeah yeah but then i go online and then i have all of these you know critics and people are like, it was, it rang hollow. It rang dead. And I'm like, oh, how God. miserable are you? Like, how <laughs> can you just like, maybe you don't, we don't need. And then I tweeted something just out of anger. I was just like, you know, Hey, you guys know that song show movie art that you like? Well, it's shit. This is a thing. <laughs> like if anybody likes anything, that's almost a crime nowadays, you know? It is for, for every freaking thing. And you know what? Being in the Marvel, like DC world is the most, daunting things sometimes because i'm like oh i really like this episode of this marvel show i wonder what everyone else thought but even before i go out there i'm like oh it's only cool to say you hated this shit so why am i even bothering to go and see it so i get on there of course everyone's shitting on it now everyone is like loving dc we haven't gotten any dc yet and it's like what is happening like and then some people of course won't give dc a chance because you know oh, oh yeah, well, no, he I, fired I watched a lot of things I watched a lot of things of people shitting on that DC announcement. Like, so it's so funny. It's like, mm-hmm. for his, for his, I don't know. I think that's the frustrating thing is that we don't really, we, we can't really agree on anything anymore. Like yeah. even like really easy, like ones where like, just to keep using the Robin thing, like, can't we all agree mm-hmm. that's kind of shitty to do is that mm-hmm. stuff to hide that information and save it for a podcast and put further information under a paywall when you get paid from a reality show. Mm-hmm. Like we can all agree that that's not cool. I'm not saying Robin needs to be fired. I'm not saying Robin need, but can't we agree? Like I have people just argue, no, it's fine. And this is why. And it's like, guys, <laughs> we can't even agree on really simple, simple things. We never will like it, ever. Yeah. Because people think that if you agree with some shit, that means that like you hate the same people and like the same people they like. And it's like, no, I've got to be, I've got to be so fucking different. Otherwise, who am I? Get the fuck out of here. But it's I, so I love, I, last, last of us was great. I'm like, I'm excited mm-hmm. that I have another shoe that show that I liked that, that quickly. And yes. then, I mean, succession we get in March and we also get yellow jacket season two in March on showtime, which I love. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, so, I mean, like, I'm really excited about, I get, you know, like, I'm really excited when I like a narrative fictional storytelling show as opposed mm-hmm. to a reality show nowadays. Just yeah, because yeah, yeah. we keep seeing the same, like, and that's the frustrating thing, even like, you know, Salt Lake is finishing up tonight on that part two. And, you know, supposedly they're going to start filming in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, guys, like, yeah. why? you guys don't have the people. You don't have the like, wait, 
And I just realized, like, I just feel like at this point, they're just selling advertising. They're like, well, people will watch anything. So let's just, let's make sure it's, it doesn't have to be perfect. Let's just mm-hmm. go, you know? That, that, I was literally going to ask you about that and the rumors about Mary Cosby potentially coming back because, how do you feel like we saved this show? Because do you think they need to rely on the older people and just like bring in a couple more people? Or do you think there's a complete overhaul needed in Salt Lake City? Like, how do we save this show? Because I think, I think there there's a complete overhaul. Like I, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think you will ever be able to get past the stink of Jen Shaw. And mm-hmm. that's another thing where everybody cannot agree even on Jen Shaw. Like guys, now that's flat, crazy. Out, crim, flat out criminal, go enjoy <laughs> arguing that she's awesome. Please right. argue amongst yourselves. You know, and like the Heather of it all, like, I don't think I can really, and even Meredith, it's all so weird that I'm like, I don't think you can get past the stink of them. And then we see that Heather, I mean, kind of pulled a Robin in a sense where she thinks she's smarter than production and she's going to like, hey, not, I'm not going to tell you about the black guy or let's bring up the black guy if we want to get the conversation off Jen. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be a real person. Like you can be yeah. you're a ridiculous enough person just being real. That's all I want. You were like that mm-hmm. in the first two seasons. What happened? I think Lisa Barlow is a complete wild card, but she did tell her form of the truth. And I do <laughs> like there was enough quirkiness. I like um, I like Whitney a lot, but a lot of people hate Whitney. I also think it's a lot to do with her I'm one of them. <laughs> but see, I think it's like I, I speak like this. And so people don't really know what I'm. And but if you if you break down what she's saying, she's she's right a lot of the times. And like, yeah, what other franchise she's like opening up about potential sexual abuse or physical abuse. And mm. people are like, anyways, moving on. Let's, you, right. know, let, you know, and Heather, and Heather feels comfortable bullying Whitney, but doesn't feel comfortable touching Jen Shaw at all. Like fear of God in it's uh, about Jen Shaw. So she's got to have I mean, something on them, right? Like she's got to have something I, I, over Heather and Meredith. God, you and- know, Kendrick, I hope so. I mean, I really hope so because otherwise it doesn't make sense to me. Like yeah. I always try to like say like, how does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that Jen Shaw, obviously Jen Shaw is a charismatic fun as hell person to hang out with. Yeah. Also a lot of con artists are probably some of the most fun people you'll ever deal with in your lives. <laughs> Very true. But that doesn't make, that doesn't mean they're not con artists, you know, like, yeah. so I, and the Mary Cosby thing, I saw that rumor about coming back for season four. Guys, I mean, she's fun, but once again, remember, Mary Cosby did most of her work in her closet doing solo work with her mannequins. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you would still have the same problem we had with Mary in the beginning is that mm-hmm. you couldn't really do a narrative storyline with Mary because it was still so bizarre and a lot of people wouldn't interact with Mary Cosby. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it would be fun for a pop-in or something, but I listen, what I mean, you guys can like be positive and go like Angie K and Angie H woohoo. But I don't really like, really woohoo. Like, no, right. I don't see, I don't like Dana. I kind of even liked more and they even cut Dana's good lines to Man. in that last episode. And then they, I, I'm so, I don't know. Like, I just feel like the production was even weirdly like cited towards Jen in certain ways. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it has such, Housewives in general now, but Salt Lake especially. I'm like, what? They, it's such a credibility issue. Like, yeah. I said this. I said this thing on the show, and I don't know if you feel like this too. It's like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna keep finding out that we're just consistently being lied to, not only by the cast members, but by the way they produce these shows, I don't know how much longer I'm down for watching that. I'd rather right. go watch. Uh, documentaries or just narrative storytelling fictional where I feel like we're getting kind of more truth about the human condition. And you're like, Ryan, you're taking this too serious, but I I am kind of serious. It's like, we spend so much time dissecting this stuff. If we're just going to find out this is mainly mostly lies. And I know there's a good deal, good bit of stuff that like, yeah, you know who you're going to show up to film with that day. But if I feel like everything's just being like kind of rejiggered and cherry picking what you want to reveal, I don't know if I'm too down. And I, and also I think those shows are going to die off more if that really is the way that Bravo is fully headed, you know? Same because I, there's such a thing where producers now on reality TV, everyone kind of feels like they're smarter than the audience. And I think they're taking the audience for granted a lot of times. So there are so many reality TV shows. I'm like, man, y'all are fucking playing in my face. And I, I'm i just like, there's so much other TV I can be watching right now. And so they've well, got to get it together because. 
But isn't it no, insane? I'm... Like we're at a point with Bravo where we literally have people now like Bravo Docket, Emily D. We have these people, we have fucking lawyers now mm-hmm. doing full shows, break like that's how like that's wild. We need we need people <laughs> with actual graduate degrees. Yes gotten to a whole nother level where it's like criminal proceedings are getting into this and like listen i love all of those ladies but i'm like this is wild mm-hmm. like so don't and so it's funny every time these housewives think they're smarter than the audience because i'm like girl you're gonna end up getting arrested because of somebody in the audience uncovering the actual <laughs> shit you're doing and Absolutely. i just crack up every time you know some of these deep divers on Instagram like impress me more than the FBI because they find shit that I would never even know where to go and look for it or have the they patience. Impress so. me and they impress me and scare me. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because like, I'll do I'll do a quick joke about like farting or something like that on a meme, and they'll be like, <laughs> "But in 1987, we uncovered documents that said they owe 85 billion dollars." Yeah, like whoa, whoa. Don't need that shit. No, I'm I'm so afraid that like one day I'll get canceled for something that's so like irrelevantly dumb just because we want to do a, a fucking deep dive on it. I don't have oh, it. Kendrick, people. I mean, the, but the <laughs> internet, the internet will come for all of us one day, everybody out yeah. there listening us, like we are all going to make the wrong move somewhere or even hurt somebody's feelings in such a way mm-hmm. that they will come after you in some way. Like, I'm like, I, I mean, I just, I kind of don't, I mean, but that's kind of life too. I mean, now it's yeah. like on a grander scale because of social media, but you're always, you know, somebody's going to get their feelings hurt and uncover the shit, you know, I mean, in third grade, I pulled the chair out of some girls, like when she went to sit down <laughs> and she bruised her butt bone, I think. And I'm like, that's going to come out one day. I don't think there's yep. any official documentation, but they'll probably track that girl down. Oh my God. Cause you're, you're in commercials with Claire Crowley now. Like they see you, they're like, oh, that's, a e- that's an easy <laughs> check right there. And get Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 They oh rolled God. up the, uh, the Brinks truck for that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if the bachelor nation people recognize you? They're like, oh, he was just on Kendrick's podcast talking shit. There we go. That's why I grew. That's why I grew back my shitty beard again. So they wouldn't recognize <laughs> me from the shitty mustache that I have in that commercial. Do you so do you watch The Bachelor? Like, are you in Bachelor Nation at all? Like, do you watch any of them, like Paradise? Um, or? I've watched, I, I've, I've not, I love Bachelor, I've loved Bachelor in Paradise. In fact, I liked mm-hmm. Bachelor in Paradise more than the iterations of The Bachelor, but yeah, I, I was think that's what OG, most people feel. Yeah, yeah, I was OG Bachelor Nation, like, even the first season with uh, I think it was Kara uh, Sutter or Trista, Trista Ryan, who she ended mm-hmm. up marrying. Like, I've watched, like, I've watched the first six seasons. And then I took like a couple of year break. Then I watched a bunch of other seasons. I take a break. I'll probably get back to you in it again at some point, but like watching Bravo and then watching all this stuff, like at some point, like I'm, I'm hanging on to like a thin thread of a life right now. And I've got to try to like, there's like, you just have to pick your battles and Mm -hmm. like, I appreciate it. And also bachelor nation is great because I could go on a bachelor podcast tomorrow and I'll watch like the first episode and I'll be like, okay, I get this. Like you pick up on it pretty quickly. It's, yeah. it's like riding a bike where you're like, oh yeah, yeah. It never strays too far from that. But mm-hmm. I think when I started watching the bachelor, it was before, you know, social media in a, in a, you know, I mean, you had Facebook, but it was before like Twitter and it was before the insanity that comes along with second screens. And mm-hmm. I think that is the part that kind of frustrates me with all, all of this now is that like, you know, we've unleashed the beast and I don't think there's ever going to be uh, a time where we're not dealing with these people trying to be influencers, uh, the right. fans on top of that. I mean, it's just kind of this whole other thing. I mean, I think it just with Bravo, especially it's like, man, you guys got to figure out a way to control this, like to control your own narratives that you're investing money in because we're all busting all your secrets out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast members are fighting with each other and it's more interesting than sometimes the fights on the show. Yep. And that's why, that's why I always pitch that show, which still to this day, where at the end of the week, we would walk, watch that, walk them through what happened in Bravo's social media for the week. Because mm-hmm. I think that's a huge part that people miss of all this shit going on. Like, but if you can control it, if you can put your stamp on it and say, us as Bravo, we are aware of this. Let's break this down. And it would just be a weekly half hour show of like, this is what's happened on Roni Twitter. This is what's happening on this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there would be a good bridge into some of these actual shows. Absolutely. I I mean, I would absolutely watch that. If you need a correspondent, I got you. But this is everything you just no, said like, is I, exactly. I, I, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no. I was saying like, that's, 
I mean, I've been kicking that. I think I Ono Bravo or Ono Chels and stuff like that. I mean, I talked to her about this years ago. I thought about this mm-hmm. from the beginning because it just seems like it's gotten worse, though. Like, yeah. but just because Vanderpump Rules hasn't been on the air for a year and a half or two years, remember there is still shit going on mm-hmm. um, with all of the cast members. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like sometimes the like some of the greater audience that doesn't mess around on social media doesn't realize all the stuff going on. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I just think Bravo needs to kind of put a lasso around that at some point. Breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From the beard trim to the fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now, you can finally use Manscaped products to make sure that your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code COMICS for 20% off and free shipping. Listen, it's time to tame that mane or help that man in your life tame his. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all of your stubble trouble with the Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. You start off with the Beard Hedger, which is a waterproof cordless trimmer that has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths. See, this is a dream because now we don't have to keep up with millions of add-on pieces that normally come with most beard kits. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face. The Pro Kit doesn't end there, though, because they've created four dermatologist-tested formulations for when you're done trimming. First is the Beard Shampoo and Conditioner. All hair is different, which is why it's great that this shampoo and conditioner was specially designed to moisturize and just promote overall beard health. Then you've got the Manscaped Beard Oil that relieves dryness on both the skin and beard and adds a little shimmer and shine. Cap it off with that beard balm that you can use to help shape and style that mane. And the kit even comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, a comb, and scissors. There's literally no excuse not to look your best. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code COMICS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code COMICS. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. The re- like everything you just said, one of the reasons why I'm so obsessed with like Love Island is because it's Are you so watching just- the new season? Did you get a VPN? I uh, so no, it's uh the new one. I wait till they put it on Hulu. So like the now it's been like I think it started two or three weeks ago. So now the episodes are starting to get uploaded to Hulu like one by one. So like each day. So like Monday yeah. I watched the first episode. Then tonight I'll watch like two and three or whatever. So um yeah, I'm always obsessed with UK, and uh, not the no. See that was gonna get me canceled. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> that group you though, not, is, Australia. No, I was gonna say not the most. They all they have a formula now on Love Island where you kind of like you feel bad for the women sometimes because you're like that's what they're choosing from and then like at the end of the first episode they always bring out like the insanely hot the bombshells like, yeah, yes yeah. <laughs> and which I kind of love I mean it makes for great TV but one of the reasons why Love Island is so great is because it the premise like it's not you know, so calculated to where we have to be like, okay, we all have to like take this person down this season. Okay, it's their turn in the hot seat. Like, no, it's just like literally testosterone, like people fighting over like who they're sexually attracted to. And like, you're going to find that in every workspace, every fam, like, you know, well, hopefully not every family, but every friendship group, like you're going to find that shit everywhere. So simple premise that you don't have to like stray too far from that the audience is going to buy into every single time. And so it all, you almost hope that like, other reality TV shows can find a way to not be like Love Island, but like find a way to kind of capture that same spirit. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, no, I mean, Love Island, I, I started watching Love Island for the first time last year with the Ekansu, Ekansu. and Dominic season. Yeah. Did you watch, did you watch their spinoff there? <laughs> I, did. so I didn't watch the spinoff. Oh, Davide. Oh, Davide. Oh, they, they go to the Romeo and Juliet. I, anyways, I, and, and at first, you know, like anything, I fought it for like the first week and a half. I was like, this is stupid. Da, mm-hmm. da, da. And then somehow it clicked and I got so invested in last season. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I got to, I'm not saying I got a VPN, but let's just say a VPN was involved. And I started watching this new season a couple yes. weeks ago. And then I watched two episodes. And like, once again, it's like, I, I didn't keep up with it. So I'm glad it's on Hulu now. So I can start mm-hmm. watching it again. But it, it's, it's an investment because you guys, it's every night. 
for yeah. two months, mm-hmm. except for the weekends, right? You know, and what's uh, crazy I love is that- USA, like their version, you know, their version is on Peacock now. And so their yeah. first season was last year, but like, I feel like it's even more of a time commitment because it's literally like six out of the seven nights a week. And it's like, holy shit, like, can we take a break? Like if I fall behind and, you know, Kaya, she's like, no, we're watching it tonight at this time. And like, I'm like, go fucking shit. Okay. So I got to keep up with that. Shit. It's, it's a lot. So you, if you, I love, it's not for the, the faint of that? heart. Who's that? I love Miley. What's the guy? Who does Ian the Sterling. Yeah. Ian, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can't do it anymore. I lost the accent, but he cracks me up too. And it's one of the, they're all on this, uh, this villa, you guys. And they just, they, and I dude, last, last year, I got to speak to um, uh, Tasha, Tasha. I got to speak to Tasha, oh, not, who is. Her and Andrew, yeah, right? Yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah, her and Andrew. And they're still together. And uh, no, but mm. I was. I was really starstruck and it was such a, a refreshing change of pace to talk to a UK reality star. Right. And, you know, and then also to get their opinion of like that they're so excited that people in America watch the show or starting, it's starting to get more and more popular, you know? Right. Some of these shows are starting to kind of run together because I mean, like, let's call a spade a spade. Netflix basically stole Love Island for too hot to handle. Like almost exact same like style of shooting and print. Have you have you dived into that yet? Because I I did some of the first. Was that the one with Harry Jowsey? Yes, yes, the yes. First season. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watch it. I just it didn't it didn't speak to me. Like I don't. Not nearly as good as I Love get, Island at all. Yeah, the older <laughs> I get, like I don't. I'm not like damn that. That's a they're hot. I gotta watch because they're hot. Like I don't know. It really is more character based for me. So Mm -hmm. the characters in that first season, I didn't speak to me. But also, I didn't give it that much of a shot. And also, it's like one of those things. Like yeah, you pick your battles, and like, I mean, I'm sure you know you find shows when you're meant to find shows. And except for Married to Medicine, I'm forcing myself to watch Married to Medicine. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. The only reason, so like I just started this journey. Me and Kaya just started this too hot to handle journey because Netflix announced that because Kaya's uh, a pervert. That's why. Because yeah. Kaya lo- Kaya's so horny, you guys. Kaya from Bravo, we're black. Yeah, she's been on the show a bunch of times. I was on hers. She is such a horn dog that she'll watch anything with. If anybody takes their shirt off, she's there. She's like, oh my god, this is amazing television. Yes, <laughs> we started watching because Netflix finally like announced that they were doing like something that crossed over from all the reality shows like love is blind people, uh, uh, selling Tampa people too hot to handle. Like all we watched all those shows except that one. So we're like, well, shit, they're doing a new dating show. Like with all these people, we've got to know who the hell is on there. So we started that journey. Not nearly <laughs> as good as love Island though, but you know, it, it, it'll do, it'll pass. Wait, did time. you see that other Netflix reality show they're doing? No. What is it? It's based on squid game. They're legitimately filming Squid Game without the murders. What? Look it up. Squid Game reality show on Netflix legitimately. In fact, they had like a big, uh, they had a, not a press release, but it came out in the press last week because a bunch of uh, players got sick during it. And uh, they had to like call a stop to some of the filming for the day. But yeah, they're actually, and they're they everybody sleeps in the big bunker like they did in Squid Game. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. Well, and I don't know what they're going to do. Like, what is that? Like, how do you die in the show? Because that's like the big premise is people get murdered in Mm -hmm. Squid Game. But also Squid Game, I think, worked on Netflix because you realize, man, we're like 20 years of bad decisions away from a real life show where people get murdered. Oh, that, that's, I don't even know if we have 20 years, honestly. That, that seems like a, a 2027 thing to me because we're, we've been making some pretty shit decisions. So we'll, Squid no, Game, that's what I'm here saying. Like, I mean, I really, <laughs> and, and by the way, our more, our morals and like, you know, it keeps loosening just a bit by bit by bit where mm-hmm. you're like, man, eventually you're going to get rewarded for cheating on people. You're going to get rewarded for lying. You're going <laughs> to, I mean, in a sense, we kind of already are, you know, it's like just, it's unfortunately just Jen Shaw and people like that get caught eventually, but yeah. they're living the high life for a while. So it's, it's yeah. But the squid game reality show on Netflix, I'm like, that's, that's very scary and interesting to me. I'm going to fucking find that. Cause I, I definitely need to watch. Well, it's, well, it hadn't filmed yet, but I'm going to, I'm whenever it comes out, I kind of need to out of curiosity, see what the hell that's about. Cause I don't know who in their right mind actually wants to go and do squid game after watching the show. But I guess if there's no death component, then I don't know. Well, That's the other thing too. I always think about it. I talk about this a lot. I don't know what your vibes are on this, but um, it, it, I guess I'm just, I think we need like casting 
it's such a tough job for casting people that really care about this because I think the trick is you want to get people that don't want or need to be on these shows. And unfortunately, yeah. all we're pull all we're pulling from on these shows now are people that desperately want to be on these shows. Mm -hmm. And so we're not, it's another thing of like we're not getting reality like we used to. Like back right. in the day when you started, like it wasn't like Vicky Gunvalson was begging to be on the show. She was like, Okay, I I guess, I guess is that cool? Like I, I you know, like, and she didn't know, like they didn't know how successful these things could be mm -hmm. so now it's like you've got all of these women playing the press and playing you know like this you know bethany frankel's of the world and you know it's like all yeah these, and it's like man it just it sucks because you're not getting you're not getting this reality you're getting their reality and their reality is they're desperate to be on the show and so that's what i think we're feeling when we mm -hmm. watch these shows of somebody that's desperate to be there man we i, I always say the best reality tv person someone that has absolutely nothing to lose that's why i was yeah. such a fan of like when they fought i mean they've had the same cast for god knows how long now but when jen aiden and uh like jackie first came on in new jersey i was like i don't know who the hell these women are they're random housewives one of them is like well both of them stupid rich i'm like okay this is what we need because we've been seeing so long that Housewives was like going and trying to find like pseudo celebrities or soap actresses or the like people with a name. And it's like, no, just get the random housewife that has a friend of the show and they go to the same charity events and let her come in. Let's see how like ridiculous well, she'll get. But then even with Jen Aiden, though, if you go and look into the actual reality of that, Jen Aiden was Ooh. trying to get on that show forever. Like Jen Aiden, oh. Jen Aiden bought Jen Aiden bought her house to make it more attractive <laughs> for her to be on the show. And that's what I always compare it to on my show. Is like it's like almost it, what it's turned out to be is like Saturday night auditions of like yeah. Lauren Michaels coming around and picking like so a lot of these casting directors will keep their eye on certain ladies like certain people mm -hmm. or even like uh use Corey who's who was on this season of Winter House who's Craig's best friend and they mm -hmm. went to a fraternity together he auditioned to be on the original Southern Charm like the first season and they mm. it was him and Craig and they I well I'm listening to Craig's audiobook right now which is quite an experience <laughs> there you and, go um, is he screaming he, the he whole talks time? about Dude, the first, have you lit the first chapter? He's like, this is a random house audio. This is Craig Conover <laughs> with pillow talk. And then it's so ridiculous because at the, somebody must have came in like on the second chapter because he quiets it a little bit but i'm like <laughs> you couldn't go back and re-record where you're just fully i i put it on a patreon episode because i was like this is hysterical like this is i, I just i couldn't even believe it was true i was like this guy's right. screaming at me you know and he's you can tell he's like nervous probably but he's like really, anyways Corey in the book it says Corey was originally going to be on Big Brother even before Southern Charm happened. And then at the last minute, they mm. decided to not go with him. So then Southern Charm was looking at both of them, but then they liked Craig better. Craig always thought they were going to cast him as a duo, but then Craig started to get invited to all of these other filming events before it actually got picked up, but Corey didn't. And Craig just didn't tell Corey about that. And they're kind Ooh. of, so Craig ended up doing the show and Craig and Corey kind of didn't talk for a couple of years. So mm -hmm. it's really interesting to see now Corey back on Winter House but also finding out that story to me is kind of a little disappointing because like, man, it makes me view Corey's quote unquote performance a little differently where he's like, I want to be here. I'm going to be the funnest guy. I'm going <laughs> to fuck people. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to wear a string of pearls around my neck. I'm going right. to be interesting. And part of me is like, are you really interesting? Or do you really just want to be here and make some TV? Exactly. And I don't know. So it's, I, I guess I'm just so jaded now. And I don't believe, I think the more I do this, and I don't know if you feel the same way, the less I believe anybody. Oh, absolutely. So I really trust cheery. no one. <laughs> I trust no one. Exactly. That's why I've adopted our friend, uh, Chelsea. I've adopted her model. Like I used to have my top five housewives. Like, like, no, I'm like, I've got my basketball team. When I find out that one's a no. criminal, I take her out, put someone else in. Oh, you've done all. Okay. Nope. You got to go put this motherfucker in. Like it's a whole thing. You can't, you can't have. I don't have a top five. I do not. I don't have a top. Like I, it's the same thing with movies. It's the same thing with, you know, I think once you get in too deep, you know, there's always going to be those things that matter to you personally, like the, you know, movies or albums or something like that, mm -hmm. that personally hit you at a gut level. And though, but you know, you usually base of those things on things that, you, that, that get into your way before you're 20. 
You know, those mm-hmm. are the things that really kind of, cause it's the first time you're experiencing certain forms of art, but now I'm like, it would be ridiculous for me because my favorites change from time. Like there are people I really love watching. There's people that I really hate, love watching, mm-hmm. you know, like there's people I hate, but love to watch, yes. but I hate them. And, <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's such a, I get that question so much. And I'm like, I just couldn't give you a good, it always makes me feel so boring. Cause I couldn't give you a great answer. Right. I could, I no. we, we just, I'll, I'll take you episode by episode. I can't do a whole, this, this is my Mount Rushmore anymore. Cause I trust no well, one. Even like, well, even like, I really enjoyed watching Sutton's performance on last season of Beverly Hills. And I really <laughs> love talking about Sutton. I love doing this ridiculous voice I have for her. I love mm-hmm. all of that. And it's like, I do this bit where I'm in love with Sutton. I like, I love all of that. But also I reserve the right to realize that Sutton potentially will be a villain this next season or the season after mm-hmm. because somebody's going to have to fill in that Rinna spot. Now, part of me is like, I'm not going to love that from a personal aspect, but I might love it from an entertainment aspect. And I also might love, you know, because I have a feeling she might not be that great at it. And that might be kind of funny to watch. So it's yeah. like all these different ways of viewing it. Like you're viewing it of like, I can find something to enjoy in everything of like, oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. Even if it's really awkward and bad, I find that stuff still pretty funny. Right. That's my kind of TV. Uh, before we uh, get out of here, I want to get your thoughts on you're watching Miami every week, right? Oh, hell Yes. There we go. What do you, I want your thoughts on uh, just kind of the show overall. Cause I feel like they're kind of, they're winning the race right now in terms of housewives. Like it's not even a competition it, at this point. No, it's like, see, this is a perfect argument for like, you know, maybe taking some time off for Salt Lake, maybe kind of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, listen, they took 10 years off and they came mm-hmm. back with a vengeance. But what's really nice is that you can sense actual real relationships with these women, even mm-hmm. when you might not actually like them. Like Marisol and Alexia, there's an argument to be had that they, they are kind of, uh, they have some really wacky opinions and stuff like that. Yeah. But <laughs> you cannot argue that they're not good friends. You feel that there's a real oh, yeah. relationship between the two. And mm-hmm. that, even if I don't agree with them, I still am fascinated because I love watching real relationships mm-hmm. and that, and then, and I, I hate that, you know, like it's lucky for us, the audience, and this is the most disturbing thing to say. It's lucky for us as an audience that Lisa allowed this year of filming to happen. And it also is another argument against somebody like Robin of like, Lisa is willing to look, I mean, just to not put it all out there. Cause I'm not sure. I don't think it's planned that way. I don't think she's like, well, this is going to work in my favor, mm-hmm. but at least she put it on there enough. And she got Lenny on camera enough that we feel like we're part of this horrifying experience for her. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, then we kind of get to celebrate a woman and celebrate the strength that it takes to realize that this thing that you thought could potentially last forever, even though all of us, you know, like, Oh, he hates you, you know, right. But we know she felt that way potentially. So it's really interesting. And it gives it such this solid foundation to kind of, I don't know, it's everything to me in terms of it's kooky, funny, mm-hmm. each one of those ladies. I mean, I'm loving Gertie. I'm loving Kiki. I'm yes. loving I mean, Dr. Nicole just shot way up this season for me. Mm-hmm. Like there is so much good. And I'm not saying that it's, you know, may, listen, it could be bad next season, but for this season, like I loved that Salt Lake was on Wednesday night. And then I had Miami to look forward to on Thursday because yeah. I, there are parts of Salt Lake that I wanted to throw my shitty TV out the window. Cause I was like, yeah. this is just, <laughs> this is so dumb. And then I'm like, why do I even like housewives? And then I'll watch Miami. I go, this is why. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm I'm into literally everything. The only thing that drives me crazy is the the whole cocky thing with Marisol because it's so like yeah. But cliche, even that. Okay, but... so Marisol's <laughs> like my cock, my cocky. <laughs> I think that is I'm I I think that is so horrible. But to me, that is so bad. It's good to me that it's yeah. like when something drives me up a wall like that, I can sit there and realize it works. It works in this annoying way of mm-hmm. like, she thinks she's serving. And to me, it's so <laughs> cringy. And also I just love the fact that like here we have a full, like potentially a full blown fun alcoholic on a show where yeah. if you compare it with Dorinda, it's like the bad side of somebody that over imbibes, but here mm-hmm. it's like, nobody's telling her to stop. Nobody's telling her to like, Oh, they love it. like pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool with Marisol just getting tanked every time she's on screen. And I have not seen, I've not seen somebody 
that proud in their drinking in a long time. And it's, it's, uh, it's really, I don't want to say refreshing to see, but it's, <laughs> it's definitely a different, it's definitely different than we're used to seeing. You know? Yes. It's award winning. And I, I kind of fucking love it. This past episode that we saw, I, it has to be one of the, you know, we, we throw this out there so often that I hate to say it sometimes, but that had been one of the best like housewives episodes that we've seen at least in a long time. Cause like, that whole throwing the black card, arguing, like they called this couple here to like help them and they argued the entire time oh, the about the most, yeah. yes, uh-huh. the most ridiculous shit. It was the most hilarious, chaotic, ridiculous episode of TV. And I, I've watched it probably three times now just because it you was know, so you fucking know, funny. That's, that, that's exactly it. That's when it's good. And I used to feel this way about old Roni. And I, mm-hmm. I had, I used to have this idea where I was like, Bravo, let me pay you $20 a month and just give me access to all your audio files because you can watch <laughs> Roni, old school Roni, and watch it five different ways. You would just mm-hmm. pay attention to one person because they would all be arguing over each other. But whoever you decided to look at in the scene or listen to, it was gold. Yeah. You know, like, so Miami is the same way where they're all hysterical and you know, if you could lower the audio on some and bump up the audio on others, you could watch that show three or four different times and get a different, um, get something different out of it each time. And I think to me, that is classic Housewives. And that's what I love is that, yeah, they're all shouting over each other, but you get the reaction of those lawyers, which is hysterical. <laughs> and then each one of those ladies is bringing something and it's not performative. It's really yes. real. And then Nicole slams down the black card and you're like, oh, next level. And then they start actually giving advice to Lisa and they're like, <laughs> oh, we came together at the right time. And I'm like, this is, you know, if Insane. you think about like, the way plays are structured of like, you know, that's a journey. Like that's a journey within one scene oh, yeah. of starting here, going up here and then ending at this beautiful part, you know? It is, it's a beautiful thing because when I think I'm always like, you know, people kind of call me crazy sometimes when I talk about my favorite housewives episodes, but it's really the ones like, I obviously I love the drama. Like we all love the drama, but it's the ones that like make me crack up laughing that I have to constantly rewatch are my favorite episodes. So like when I think about recent stuff, I think about, the reasonably shady party in Giselle's driveway, pure comedy from start to finish. I think about Brooklyn Bailey's, not Brooklyn uh, Daly's <laughs> third birthday party where, you know, uh, Candy sucks dick in locker rooms. What do you, and that, that whole, <laughs> the stupidest thing. Yeah, in the what world was that? Was like, that an, it was like an art, it wasn't like an art gallery or something like yes. that? Yeah. Like I was like, who has their three year old's party in an art gallery, first off? And, and thinks to play a game like that with her friends on reality. It's just, it works so well. And I just, I appreciate Miami. I appreciate everyone that's trying to make us laugh on these shows because, boy, being on the internet when you're trying to cover this stuff sometimes is rough. It's rough. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why, I mean, if anything, like, and I think you have, I, that's why I love you, you know, what you do is because you mix it up with the the comic books and like all, because that's the only way to do this, I really think, is yeah. to broaden it out as much as possible, mm-hmm. you know, and I think Kay is in that same boat too, but me, like, I, I'm kind of, you know, I, I love... Bravo will always be my home, but I, I try to go more with general pop culture. I mean, yeah. because in reality, uh, that's how I've always been. It's just that, you know, like I'm I'm able to now bring more of that stuff into the show is that these have always been my interests. But I think mm-hmm. Bravo is a great entrance point. But what you'll find out with some of these audiences that are even listening, they all have different uh, loves and likes and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I think eventually you get to a point where I'll never move past Bravo. Like I'll always be recapping the shows or mm-hmm. the certain shows, but there's so much good stuff out there that I almost want to counterbalance some of the negativity I see within this fandom and the network at times, myself included, and put mm. some stuff that you really, really love and are passionate about. Absolutely. It's the only way to do it. That's why I'd love, like we we talked about Bravo while black a million times now, but well, first of all, congratulations to them. It's they Bravo. We're black. Blah, oh, see, there we wow. go. I messed up. Whoops. Wow. I'm sorry. You know what? You motherfuckers get enough shout outs over here anyway. It's okay. Y'all will be okay. <laughs> but I, I love that like, <laughs> they now focus one of their episodes on just like, what they're like you know what i want to talk about whatever the fuck i want to talk about whether y'all are watching it or not and it makes me want to watch everything that they're watching which i do anyway but it's just it's it's good shit and i love that kind of like with people on social media too like 
oh shit, I don't know what I, what the fuck was I even talking about. Oh, I just you, I love. You're saying I love that. You were saying Kea going everywhere, uh, and like yeah. I think that's the way the way to do it. Like I was on, I guessed it uh, when Aaron was sick a couple like a month. I don't know when a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was so fun to talk about everything because. You know, we're all true pop pop culture lovers. Yeah. And Bravo is a huge part of pop culture, but there's so much other great stuff too. Like, I mean, I was watching that Pam Anderson documentary last night. I didn't even think I was going to like it. I ended up loving it. It was so refreshing to hear somebody that wasn't hiding their story. She was kind of just telling her story and she was really honest and kind of funny about it. And I was like, it's so, you know, I think it's like, we're so used to seeing these these produce shows that are they're mm-hmm. based in reality, but then you realize you're not really even getting reality anymore. You know, did uh, the last thing I promised, did she actually on there? Did she talk about like her reaction to the Hulu show? Cause I love the Hulu show, oh, but then when yeah. she put out her comments, you, you know, I was like, Oh, well, I feel bad now. See, I, I watched the Hulu show every episode and I kind of mm-hmm. like, I remember talking about it on the time on the show and I said, I liked it. I said, it didn't fully ignite the way I loved watching like the dropout and other kind of stories yeah, yeah, that yeah, were yeah. Told based on reality. But I was like, okay, but then hearing Pam and I remember Pam's comments at the time said she felt like this was another assault on, you know, reliving the story. And mm-hmm. I remember at the time going like, Oh, come on, like have a good sense of humor about it. But then you watch this documentary and you, it really, and she doesn't do it heavy handedly, but you really see why this was such an invasion. And I said to the, I said mm. on my show today, I said, okay, imagine the worst moment in your life. Like Kendrick, imagine the worst moment in your life. Now imagine that 10 years later, somebody randomly finds out your story and goes, we're going to make a show of that. And not only that, it's going to be a comedic tone. Oh, like imagine God. the worst <laughs> part of your life. And they're like, we find great humor in this. And that to me, it kind of like, it's funny. It's like they made it a comedy. Think about the worst moment that still haunts you. And they're like, mm-hmm. we find a lot of comedy in this. <laughs> We're going to put a, a talking dick in it. So everyone will know just yes. how painful this was. For well, you. exactly. <laughs> you should watch that documentary because Tommy Lee, he's not interviewed, but they show a lot of footage. And mm-hmm. I thought, was it Lily James that played Pamela killed mm-hmm. it. But then I watched the Tommy clips and I kind of, I thought Sebastian Stan on retrospect he got celebrated for that role, but then I was like, it kind of came off to me after watching that documentary as much more of a caricature than a real person. Yeah, mm. just, just after watching that documentary. But listen, I mean, you know, that's what's great is that you can have different feelings on art depending on when you watch it, you know? Right. So there we go. That's that's a part of my I gotta travel this weekend. So that's now downloaded to the computer. I'll you watch, I mean, I'm that. serious. Like I really think it's, I mean, tell me what you think of it. Cause I really, mm-hmm. I did not expect to like it. Like I really didn't. And I kind of just thought, wow, this is actually really good. And I was fully invested for the two hours. And I thought, wow, this is just, I don't know. I really, really dug it. Okay. I'm watching. Cause I, I, I plan on watching anyway, but now I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm there. I'm fucking there. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. Thank you for celebrating Black History Month with me. <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah. Good luck. Good luck getting somebody blacker than me. This is uh good luck celebrating. What a start. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> tell everybody as if they don't already uh, listen, but like tell everybody where they can find you, oh, where they can follow you, everything. Well, well, I do have one thing to plug, actually. Well, okay. it's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast. But what I'm doing, you guys, next Thursday, we're doing a Vanderpump Rules season 10 premiere party. It's the day after the premiere. Ariana and Tom will be on it, and uh, Kiki, the talk of sh- at the talk of shame, yes. will be uh, co-hosting this with me. And there's going to be some surprises, some giveaways. It's only ten bucks. It's five bucks if you're in my Patreon, and you have two weeks to watch it. If you can't watch it live, you can watch it as many times as you want. But come support. Uh, we're doing it with moments. They've done a lot of digital worldwide events, and this is kind of my first dip into that, even though we do a lot of video stuff anyways, but I think it'll be fun just to celebrate this show coming back. You can get your tickets at moment.co slash SBIG, so bad it's good, and yeah, $10 tickets. There's an after party involved as well. I think depending on how my parents are feeling, they're probably going to pop in. It's going to be just a crazy, weird party uh party vibe i'm gonna play some weird games with tom and ariana and it'll just kind of be craziness that if you know the show that you should come to expect from the show uh but i want as many people to come join us and party as well i don't really like i'm giving the money to all the guests and the people i don't care about that i just want people to come party with us so Mm -hmm. if that's 
if that's something that interests you, it's going to be next Thursday. But remember, even if you sign up and you can't be there live, you have two weeks to watch it after that fact. And it's not going to be on a podcast form at all. It'll just be exclusively for the internet. I fucking love that. So you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to commit right now. I'm going to, let's do a giveaway. I want to buy five tickets for people and I want to give oh, them no, out to no, random. You don't know to do that, dude. No, no, no I, I want to, like, let's do uh, it. Listen, I, I, I mean, please, like, I mean, I, I really, <laughs> I get, I mean, I get, I listen, I know it's a lot to ask and I didn't, I, I just, we just announced this about a week and a week ago because, and usually people put a lot more time, but I wanted a Vanderpump rules party. So we kind of had mm-hmm. to rush it. Uh, but that doesn't mean the entertainment will be rushed. I think it's going to be just kooky fun. And Tom and Ariana are really funny. I think we're going to go over some of Tom's hairstyles over the seasons and uh, <laughs> just some weird, uh, we'll talk about the first episode. So I, it's just a party and I, I hope as many people can come have fun with us as possible. Nice. See, I don't cover Vanderpump rules like that. And so I feel like people always ask me to. So this will be my gift to y'all. Y'all well, can you, go and you know actually what? Get you know what? Well, that's a good, this is good because you'll have to, I'm going to be covering, I'm going to be recapping that show mm-hmm. uh, exclusively on the main feed. And the summer house, I'm going to recap on the Patreon exclusively, but you, I'm going to make you watch one of the Vanderpump rules episodes and come on okay. and talk about it. Cause I'm going to do, I'm not doing solo recaps for that. I might do it sometimes, but I'm going to do guest recaps for Vanderpump Rules. Okay. There's going to be some real, I've already got some real heavy hitters for those. So I'm really excited to start the the journey. So you got to do that as well. I'm in. Here we go. I'm in. Y'all, y'all, this won't be the last time y'all hear him here. I love having Ryan on, especially to talk all things Bravo, all things comics. You know, I'm sure he's happy that the Batman is coming back. Well, you got, Kendrick's going to be on my show. When does this come out? This when will be this out, out on Monday, the, what the hell, the 6th. So, yes. Well, after this, I'm going to talk to Kendrick. I'm going to talk to Kendrick about some uh, comic stuff and stuff like that. It'll be on my podcast mm-hmm. tomorrow, which is Thursday. So, it'll beat Kendrick's show. So, yes. you'll, I don't know. So, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to Kendrick's segment on my show from the Thursday episode. There we go. Y'all, I've been Kendrick. That's Ryan. And we'll see you. Peace. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.